0: celebrating a great Irish sporting triumph this time on CultureFile with Michael Kuhn. The English Premier League climaxed yesterday with Manchester City taking the top spot, but that's basically irrelevant. The real excitement yesterday was in the Fantasy Premier League where it was down to the last kick for the 8 million global Fantasy League managers. When the final whistle blew last night, Galway's Michael Kuhn was crowned the Fantasy Premier League world champion. He's with Gary now so congratulations and this is the post-match interview and what what a fantastic achievement for you and all the lads Ah, thanks a million luke yeah no it was fantastic it was a great
1: day now i had a look on look on my side yesterday so i was thrilled absolutely that everything came off
0: it was very tight in the top 10 people and we're talking about the top 10 people all over the world 8.3 million people who you who are in your league with you yeah and you're up in the top 10 of it to begin with this week yeah, no, it was incredible. So I went in.
1: I have I have been probably in the top three for the last probably about nine, ten weeks. But uh yeah, so I went into the last last day, Sunday, uh third and I had a nine point deficit to make up from the first place player and then an eight point from second so um, I had to take a few risks um, to to, to kind of bridge the gap and and overtake them which I did and they all they all luckily uh, came
0: out for me (laughs) on the day. Your big tactical risk was that a lot of people were saying Mo Salah is going to really put the effort in to win the golden boot but you didn't make him your captain so you didn't get the double points from him. Absolutely, yeah. So I think that was my key
1: decision. Like I think he was the obvious pick. I was looking through the the teams of the the uh, of the players that were ahead of me. So um, first place probably had a, a team that I didn't think was was too problematic. But but second place team was very similar to my team, and I didn't think I'd I'd overtake him unless I made some differences between the two teams. And and I thought he would go for Salah. I think he was the obvious the obvious choice. But uh, I had gone for Salah on Wednesday night and I was watching the game. And I I was watching the game and and Sadio Mane was playing well and he he didn't do great either, but he he had a few chances and I I could see the potential of him going well this weekend. So does Mane know what he's done for you if you've been in touch? (laughs) I've (laughs) tweeted and I've I've linked him on the tweet. It would be amazing if he got back to me, but uh, I definitely think I'm going to buy a jersey with his name on it just to to put up on the wall (laughs) or something. But um, it it would make my day if
0: he actually actually tweeted back to me. What kind of... um, efforts do you have to put in into it? That you know, like, wh- what's the training behind uh, yeah. this successful team?
1: Yeah, so I've, I've played the game for a number of years, and I haven't really done that well. This is the first year I've done so well. Like, um, I've always probably started, tried my best, and uh, pick, picked an initial team, and then when I started falling away, I probably uh, gave up effort into it. Um, this year, obviously, there was, I suppose, there was less distractions. Which with COVID, there was less things on, and less, uh, so I, I had more time to focus on watching the soccer and. Less, less other things to go out and, and I suppose I, I, I had more time to put time into it. But when around January time, I was um I was getting very close to the top of Ireland and that's when I really decided to put, put focus into it.
0: But it's all in your head because you know a lot of these where in America where the fantasy football is very developed people, yeah. it's all algorithms and yeah, Excel yeah. spreadsheets.
1: Yeah. You, well, there's, a, there's incredible um, websites with stats and all the stats you could imagine on this. Um, I didn't really um use, like I didn't really delve into that that level of detail for it. From my point of view, I was more Watching the games and seeing who is going to, who is going to actually start playing well. You're an old-fashioned
0: type manager. It's a gut game for you. It's yeah, not all stats.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like watching the like. So you really the key to winning at it is get get on the like. So when, when the stats stats start coming in for a player, everyone's going to start buying that player. What you need is to have that player two or three weeks before stats start getting good that everyone has them. How important has it been to have this uh, game going
0: on through COVID for you? No, it's
1: great. It's great. Like I, I love. Um, like, I love playing, I, like, I five-a-side soccer games that all got cancelled on me. Uh, all the, like, social life, all the, like, going to gigs, going to matches, going to shows, going to all that kind of stuff got taken away. So, uh, absolutely, absolutely great. distraction, a great, a great pastime. It, it got me really involved in it. I was actually um, due, due to get married, actually, on Saturday, but we had to postpone the the wedding because of COVID. Um, so, it would have been a... Would have been an entertaining uh, day two of the wedding if, uh, if I had won it on the, the day two. But um, <laughs> something but, of a distraction, though. Yeah, no, I might, mightn't have. I mightn't have worked worked well. But um, and the stress, the stress would have been higher leading up to the wedding, which I didn't didn't want, I suppose. So yeah, so we we'll moved that out to July. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I'm, I'm from Galway originally. Um, I've I've lived in a few places. So I lived in Mead when I was younger and then we've, we've moved our family home to Galway for a number of years now. My mum and dad is from Galway originally um, and I, I live and work in Dublin. Um, so that's kind of my my background. I'm an engineer, so it's probably helps me with numbers and stats and a few things like that.
0: Right, so there is a, there is a little bit of maths involved here then.
1: The, the logical thinking of it, yeah, absolutely. Um, Like there was last year, got a lot of uh, press the game. There was uh, Magnus Carlsen. I don't know if you know him. He, he's a famous chess player. So... um. He, he came tent, I think, last year. Um, so it was kind of that kind of logical thinking of move, moving a few steps ahead. Like, I wouldn't claim to be a, an excellent chess player or anything, but, like, it, it just shows the mindset you kind of need. Um, like, it takes a lot of work and a lot of skill to win it, but I, I think a big a big factor is luck. Like, there's a there's a massive amount of luck as well. Um, so I, I think, I, I don't think anyone has ever... Come even close
0: to winning it twice, like so. Uh, I- I'll obviously give it a go and try my best. Fantasy leagues in general have become really popular and, and they-, they seem to be ever growing. Do you ever kind of uh, articulate to yourself, like what it is that's attracting people to this game. What's attracting
1: you to it? There's a big industry in this. Like, there's a lot of people that have full-time jobs giving advice on on what they do and writing articles on it. And there's there's a big there's a big market for this. Um, like, you'll even see like that my Twitter followers are going through the the roof now because just people looking for advice and looking for wh- what you should do or how you should play the game. Um, so there there is something. Like, I don't know how how far I will go with it. Um, have a, I enjoy my full-time job, so it's not really. a like i don't think i'd give up my job to concentrate fully on this but um it's it's more of a pastime or hobby for me but there's definitely a big business in it like and one betting company has made contact with me just to write articles for them to link how you pick your team to how you bet for their website i didn't decide to go ahead with that but um because i think it'd be too much time commitment for me but like there 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 is that link but yeah i think that's 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 a big part of it like it, it it gives you the excitement of a of a of a money bet, but um, doesn't have the doesn't have the negative consequences. I think the the big big point is, I so in COVID there, there wasn't even even there was a lot of like things not on TV, like there wasn't a lot of new movies out, or there wasn't a lot of things like that. So you're watching a game like a lot a lot of the games are aren't that exciting like you could have a lot of games that the two teams that you wouldn't really be that interested in and you end up probably wouldn't wouldn't bother watching it but if you have one of the players that you got cuz you have to buy a few cheap players you might have one player in your fantasy team that's playing in that game it suddenly cranks up the excitement of watching that game so you want that player to do well and it keeps you interested for the full 90 minutes so um it's 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 a very like passive way of doing it like it doesn't involve gambling or money or anything so it's just you're watching it for the excitement of just getting a few pints and getting, getting ahead of your, your workmates or your friends in a, in a little
0: mini-league that you have. Or, um, or the 8 million other people who playing the
1: game. <laughs> if it comes that way, yeah. That's good.
0: <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy Premier League World Champion Michael Kuhn. Congratulations to him and to all the other winners of leagues up and down the country and throughout the world. Next time on Culture File, the group of women artists in their 70s who call themselves Nakailika.